0: Right. Uh, we're up to Okay, you on the base three lines uh, after it gets wide. We're in the middle of the story of Atama El Isho. We're in the middle of the story of um, of the Isha Tsunamis, with the Leisha, et etc. I, w- I want to dedicate the tonight's Shia, the Louis Nishmas, my late Uncle Arnold, whose Yatza is tonight, eleventh Yatza actually. So it should be in Aliyah for his Um okay, everybody got it? No. Three lines after he gets wide. Yeah, you know which wide? up or down? Is it or for Yud or Yud Yud omad base. Yud um, base. Can you see where where it gets it wide? Half halfway down, it gets wide. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, sorry, yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so we talked just to remind ourselves: is Isha Shunamis? We don't know her name. Just quoted Isha Shunamis, a woman from Shunam, and Elisha used to stay there. Um. Elisha, the novi. He used to stay there, you know, when, whenever he used to pass, when he used to be that way, they put up a room for him. And remember, there was a machlaikas and the Gemara, did they um, just put a wall up, and therefore there was two rooms, or was there a, uh, a what do you call it, an open roof, a, a room with an open, a, a, an attic, with an open roof, and they roofed it. So that was the machlaikas, etc. So now the apostle carries on. This isha now to her husband. yodati. Now I know, ki isha Lakim that this man is this Elisha is a man of Hashem, man of God, Kodoshu He is holy. From here we see the fact that she had to tell her husband that this man is a holy man, is a man of God here but we see that a woman recognizes the qualities in the guest more than a man does right because yeah no 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 this is i mean ishma said to her her husband ah uh-huh. okay. He was in a ah ah But anyway, so, he, so, yeah. you know what i Yeah, yes, I know, I know, by Shimshon. No, yeah. But here, but the point is like this, so what we're saying is here, the fact that she, we're you your homad base, yud base, um, three lines halfway down where it gets wider, three lines, oh, you got it, right. So the fact that she had to tell him shows that she sort of recognized the qualities of the guests more than the husband, or the, so, and, and the Mashal says, it, it's not because she was any cleverer or she had any special intuition or being a Yaseira, it's just that normally a wife spends more time at home than a husband does, so she has more to do with the guests. So there is a practical thing, that's why, that's why she, she realized this was a holy man. Any anyway, case, so, a Kodoshu he's holy. Mino Yoda, where did she know that he was holy? Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi and Shmuel both gave an answer. She knew that he was holy because she never saw at the place where he used to eat at the table there was never a fly there. And it must have been in those days it was very common that there were flies. But at his table there was no fly at all. They tell the story, I don't know whether it's true or not, they tell the story of Rabbi Eliel Lapion when he was a Rosh Hashim and K'var that there used to be a lot of flies there and the boys used to take a fan and sort of go like that to, to push away the flies and Rebellia also did it and one day somebody was standing near Rebellia and he saw it going like that but he couldn't see any flies so he said to him, well why you do this? He said, listen, I don't want other people should think you know that flies don't come to me they only come to everybody else. Uh, listen, that's, that's a story I heard I have to check it with, with uh with my Machut and shimmy Shimi Gurevitz, is his great grandfather, find out if this is true or not. In any case we say the loads of of Al and remember that one of the ten Nisim in the um, base of Migdosh was that there was no fly ever went at near near where the Shita was. In Pekovus we've got that. I saw a Nisim. Right, so she could tell that obviously this wasn't the usual thing and therefore he must be a holy man but Chadoma, the other one said and so she changed his sheets but like, she didn't see any trace of Kerry, and therefore that was uh, a riah that he was a very pure-minded person now the Gemara says he quotes the postage again it says Kodesh who? he is Kodesh why did you say Kodesh he was holy? What's it he is holy? So it says the Gemara, Kodeshu, he is holy. Om Riosh Yerba Khanina, Riosh said, who Kodesh, and Mashal the Kodesh. That Elisha was holy, but his servant, it's called Gechazi, was not holy. Shenema, as it says in the Possek. Be'yigash Gechazi le Gehazi Gechazi approached this Isha Shanamis to push her. Om Riosh Yerba Khanina, Riosh Yerba Khanina said, She'ochza haid He got hold of her breast and of course this was totally inappropriate, and therefore he said Gechazi was not a holy man. The question is, where do we see in that posik? It says, Gechazi lahodfot. Gechazi pushed her. So why does it, why do we have to sort of interpret it as the worst? Perhaps he just pushed her. So the uh, posik says afterwards that Elisha said to Gechazi, harpe lo, let go of her. Now, if you just push somebody, you don't say let go of them. Let go means he was touching inappropriately. And the Gemara and the Pesach carries on. over Oleinu Tomid, who Alicia uh, and the Isha Shanimus uh, was saying that Alicia passes regularly, regularly, amongst us. Whoever hosts, in other words, the Tamil is a guest in his house, and he gives him benefit from his possessions the, the, the posuk looks upon it as though he is bringing a tomid offering so again the Masha explains where do we see this in the posuk? why don't we say over a lane of tomid you translate it normally who who always comes to us so he said the word tomid is usually used where it's at an act that is performed at regular intervals so, for example, you've got the, uh, the, the well, Aaron had to light the lights at night, so it says, I can't forget the exact wording in the post but it mentions Tommy there, because it had to be done every single night, so that's where the word <laughs> Tomid, <laughs> sorry? Lahalazner <laughs> <laughs> Tomid, thank you very much. Yeah, I should know that, <laughs> <laughs> this week said you're right. So, Lahalazner Tommy, Tomid applies where something is regular the whole time. But here it was only that Elisha used to come every so often whenever he was in the area, so he went there. So therefore, the word "tomid" doesn't really apply here. Therefore, the mashal says it can be used, the to tell you that if you are you have a hamalchakim as a guest, and you mahaneu, has benefit from your possessions, as if you brought a tomid. A person should not stand in a high place in Davan. He should be a low place, a low place in Davan, Shenem, as it says, me ma'akim from the depths, krosiich Hashem." I have called you Hashem, and that's why here you know you go down to the Omerd because of me ma'akim Hashem." I remember many years ago I was in Masada, and they had the place there where it must have been a sort of an Omerd or something where the where the husband had been, and dug out round about it. Do you remember it was a, sort of a like a. A little pit, a little—what would you call it? You know, the surrounds were dug out so that, that where the chasm would stand there, almost he would be standing lower than other people. Same andim imel makim kros lehashem. Tanen am hokhi we learnt similarly in the bris. La yamad adam layagabi kissei, layagabi shiraf raf. He shouldn't stand on a chair, layagabi shiraf raf, not on a stool, layagabi makam guvain, not on a high place. Veyspalel and zavin, no b'makam namoch veyspalel, stand in a low place. Lafiche en There's no haughtiness in front of Hashem. Shenem, as it says, mimamakim Krosi'cha Hashem. From the depth I've called you out Hashem. And it also says, tefillah la'onik yatov. Tefillah, the prayer, is for the poor person who reps himself. And the possek is in Tehillim. And the possek finishes off. And in front of Hashem, he pours out his heart for doubling. So it shows that you should da- your davening should be a davening of an oni, and oni is always very modest. So therefore, you do it in a low place to show the idea of in a humble fashion, in modestly. It's interesting how you know, some places they go up to the bima to daven. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> true. It's the I mean, we also do some Parts of the tefillah, also you go up to the yeah, bima. We, we, uh, we go and down. Go down. to the oni. Yeah. 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 Somebody who davens, presumably it means the Amida, should put their feet together. as it says, now this is regarding the Malachim, it says, the legs were a straight leg. In other words, the foot was positioned side by side, giving appearance of a single straight leg. I mean, the question is, um, why Dafka during Shemaneshra, because really this was what the Malachim did. So it could be perhaps when a person davens, is in the Amida, he should consider himself like he's a Malach and almost forget everything else and just concentrate on Hashem like the Malachim do. The, also the Mashur again, I mean Mashor is terrific everywhere, but particularly in Brochas, he says like this, you know, there is also a din or a minek that people put their hands together by their heart and their feet together So the idea is, it's like as if they're bound, right, because their hands together and their feet together as if like, like, you know, in a way, like as if they were bound, meaning, to saying, you know, we're bound, we're entirely helpless without the help of Hashem. That's another reason why you should put your feet together. Remember all these, all these memories we're saying, because... It's the same person who says it. Rabbi Yazid, Rabbi Chanina, Mishum, Rabbi Ezim, and Yaakov. Mandikhziv says in the post that, Laicerchlu al-Adam. You should not eat, Laicerchlu al-Hadam. Literally translated means you should not eat on the blood. Now, if it's just coming to tell you about, um that you shouldn't eat blood, you should say Laicerchlu al-Adam, or Laicerchlu es-Adam. What's Laicerchlu al-Hadam? So therefore, the, we learn that, the Gemara learns that. Laicerchlu kaidim shisbalu al-Dimchen. Don't eat before you pray for your blood. In other words, before tefillah, before shachris, in the morning, you shouldn't eat and drink. Somebody who first eats and drinks in the morning and only afterwards goes and Oliver shachris, regarding him, the possek says, And myself, meaning Hashem, you have cast behind your body. In other words, first you put your body... And then afterwards you think about doubting. I'll don't read gavacho in your body, and look, gay echo, your pride, your arrogance. In other words, what it's, what he's saying is, somebody uses his own arrogance to satisfy his own appetite before his, his responsibility is to Hashem. after this person has, so to say, exalted himself, Arrogantly, kibla lov then he's the after afterwards makha shemaim. Halachalamaisa, although this is not halachalamaisa sheer. Water, I mean, food you shouldn't have before Dublin. unless of course a person is ill and he can't cope with that is one thing. Water you certainly can have. A tea of coffee you can also have, because it's more or less completely water. There is shalas about whether you can have, um, like orange juice and things like that. That's Shalas. So you know, if somebody wants to do that, they can go and ask whether whether you're allowed to have it or not. Okay, uh, Rabbi Yeshua, I'm at Shalas right? Rabbi Yeshua said in the Mishnah that the morning Shema can be said until the end of three hours. Bertie, by the way, we we um, we're about. Oh, you got it, got it, you. Yeah. Okay. Am Rabbi Huda, mashmal alok Rabbi Yisrael. The goes Rabbi that you can say Shema till the end of the third hour. Akari makan, for aleichem Somebody, as it says in the Mishnah, somebody who says the Shema after the third hour, he doesn't lose all the slum, but he's rewarded like somebody who reads from the Torah. Am Rav Chesed says Rav Chesed, olam ha'ukva uvelvad shalayyam yatzar. That is a person who's saying Shema after the deadline, after the end of the third hour, he can do so, and he does get, a, even though he doesn't get the full schar of saying Shema in the correct time, he gets a schah reading the Torah, however right, he must not say the brochas because if he does so he will lose the schah because he's a brachal of Atalep. right, since it's after the three and a half hours he cannot say the Brokha. Mace so we ask the Kashi on that. Hakari Makamba, the Bryce is the following Bryce, Hakari Makamba Elech Lai Somebody who says Shema from that point, in other words, after the third hour, he says he doesn't lose all the Scha, that's Ka'alim Shakari Ba he's rewarded like somebody who reads from the Torah. He says the two brachas before Shema, and the one after it. So what do we see? That somebody who says Shema after the third hour, should say the brachos, which goes exactly against what Rav Chista said. Tiyofda Rav Chista, Tiyofda. This is a, a, a strong kasha against Rav Chista, which you can't really answer. Ikadam Omra others say no. Am Rav Chista, ma Rav Chista, and then ma ukva. Mylo hifsed. When he says mylo hifsed, it doesn't mean like hifsed alekakoray, but I like hifsed habroch. Shall I hifsed the brachos? on the contrary before we wanted to say that it's, uh, he can say Shema as long as he doesn't say the brachas now we're saying the opposite no, la hefzid doesn't lose he doesn't lose the brachas he should say the brachas and we learnt in, in another brysa somebody who says Shema at the end of the third hour he does not lose the elach la he does not Lose, in other words, he does not lose the privilege of saying the brochus, but even though he's just like a person who reads from the Torah, nevertheless he can say the brochus. He should say the two brochus beforehand, and he should say the the afterwards. In other words, the two brochus beforehand are Yatzar and Avirabba, and the broch afterwards is Msv Yatziv. Omar of money says of money, Greater is the person who says Shema in its correct time is even greater than somebody who learns Tyra. Why? Midik Tony since we learned from the Mishnah Kari Makamba somebody who reads after at the end of the third hour, and the other was not in the correct time. did he hasn't lost. But at least Godyra, at least he get. he doesn't get the full scar but he gets at least a shah of somebody who is reading by Torah Mikhalel to Korbanos <laughs> HaOdif Mikhalel implies that somebody who does say Shema in his proper time is even somebody better who better studies Torah because in other words what you are saying is you, you don't read Shema in the right time uh, at least ok you will still get a bracha it is not as good as a normal one but you will still get a bracha as, as if you have read in the Torah if somebody does read it in the right time it's even greater than somebody who's learning Torah ok says the Mishnah in the evening every person should lie down and recite Shema when he says Krishma in the morning he should stand up as it says in the possum of when you lie down and when you get up. So in other words, Beishamai takes us literally and says that Kriya Shema that you say in the evening should be said lying down, and Kriya Shema because it says Beishoch and Kriya Shema in the morning should be said standing because it says Uvkumachor. Hillel and Hillel say, Anyone can say the Kriya Shema however he wants. If you have a look at Rashi here, the last line, of, uh, on the page, either kima, either standing up, either lying down, or, or either or, or sitting down or on the way. So you can do it however you want. What's his proof? it says in the you're saying while you go on the way. Now, when you go on the way, you're not lying down, you're not standing up, you're walking, and it says you should say shma. So it's a proof that you don't have to say it in a specific posi- position of lying down or getting up but, without, but you can say in any position you want so that base Hillel now, so Beis seems to have a point here when you lie down, literally lie down of when you get up so how, what does Beis Hillel do with that? why does Beis Hillel not agree that you should lie down and stand up? So he says, no B'sha'buchah komecha does not come to tell you the position you should be in when you say krishma, but it's and we've had previously in the, in, in the perak. means you say it at night when people go to sleep, or when people get up. So Be's Hidel says b'sha'buchah komecha does not tell you the position, but it tells you the time when you should say krishma says I was once going down the road when it came to to, the time for Shema I specifically lay down in order to say the Shema in accordance with the words of Be Shema and therefore by lying down presumably he was walking and by lying down leaves himself wide open he could be attacked there said to him it, you deserve to be attacked. She because by lying down, you went against, against the words of beizhilal, who says you don't have to lie down. Oh, incidentally, regarding the brochos, we were talking about just before the Mishnah, we talked about the brochas, the different shittas as to when you can say the brochos till. Either till four hours, end of four hours, or till chazais, or the Rambam actually says you can say it all day. The mission The Mishnaburah in Simon Ches says you can say it in the case of Inus. That means in case of the, the delay was beyond your control then you can say the brachas still till Chesais. Okay. Let's carry on the Gemara now. So says the Gemara as follows. Bishlema Beis Hillel according to Base Hillel everything is good. Kama afar because Beit Hillel explain their reason that namely how do we know that you don't have to lie down at night or stand up in the morning and you see Kriya Shema? because he says the time of the Beit Shammai they also respond to what Beit Shammai says he says means you have to lie down and get up in the morning stand up in the morning no he says refers to timing not positions so therefore Beis Hillel is very good he's given his reason and he's given a response to what base shammai says and the base shammai base shammai my time allotment more kebah hill why does base shammai not say like base hill and I was shammai why doesn't he agree with base hill that the shokh pov komach not means literally lying and standing but it means at a time when you lie down and at a time when you get up so the ritual explains right that is the more Obvious interpretation, because perhaps to to uh, all right, we stand up. People are sometimes standing up; that's fine. But you don't normally see that a person suddenly lies down on the floor. It's unusual. So therefore, the Ritva explains that is why the Gemara asks, why doesn't Bais Shammai um, say like base Hillel? That's the normal thing, rather than do, say, expressing Beshapachol Kamecha, which is a bit unusual, lying down. Now if we say B'shakkov Komecho means the time, the night and the day. I'm not B'shakkov, so will answer you as follows. Im Kane, if you want to say that B'shakkov Komecho means you're talking about times rather than position, name a Let the Posik say in the morning and in the evening, it's an ordinary, simple lotion. My B'shakkov Komecho, why does it use an unusual B'shakkov when you lie down of Komecho when you get up? So the answer in Beis says, Bas Shrva at the time of lying down, Shrva mamish, you've got to lie down when you say mamish at the time of arising mamish, you've actually got to stand up. Now now the Gemara answers as follows: so, Beis Shammah, my Ovid. We said Beis Hillel says that is a proof that you don't have to lie down. All stand up when you say Kriyat because you say Kriyat even with left chabaderech when you're walking on the way. So it's a proof that you don't have to do that. But Beis who says you do. What do they do with the left Answer Gemara: How mevayle lekudatanya? They need the word of a left chabaderech or b'shit chabaderech of a left chabaderech. It all goes together. Needs it as follows: Beis Shammai b'shit When do you have a chiyav when you're in your house? Prat normally you'd be sitting in your house, you'd be doing a Tavar Rashus. means you're doing something mundane, not a mitzvah. Prat a mitzvah. So that excludes somebody who's doing a mitzvah, he does not have a chiv of Kreshma. And V'lechtel what does he use the word V'lechtel for? Prat Lachosan excludes a Chosen A Chosen does not have to say Kreshma. Mikan from here they said, of is potter, if somebody who marries a basula you potter but a, nana, a widow you're chayv. the Gemara will explain afterwards what is the difference between a basula and a mona, why one should be potter and why one should be chayv now Rashi also points out an interesting point what do we say you need b'shiv to to tell you that if you're Isaac of a mitzvah potter in a mitzvah you're potter and kriya shema and then a lech comes to tell you that if you're on the way prat l'chosen a chosen is not chayv But Choson is also doing a mitzvah. Why can't we learn out the patur of chosan from Beshert Chobev or Pratla Isaac the Mitzvah? Why do we need the extra words of a letter Chobaderech to specifically exclude a Choson? Can be excluded also from Isaac the Mitzvah. So explains Rashi, and we will see this is sort of confirmed in the Gemara afterwards as follows. There's a difference. If if you're Isaac the Mitzvah, you're being mavakechado. You visit somebody who is not well then you don't have to have a what is the Chosen situation? the Chosen is preoccupied he is worried about something about the mitzvah not he's not doing a mitzvah at the moment his mind he's got mental preoccupation he's thinking about it and he's worried about it ah that is already different that you might not be able to learn out from Pratla like Isaac B'mitzvah explains Rashi Isaac Mitzvah is somebody who's actually doing a mitzvah now but somebody who's only thinking he's nervous because he's got to do a mitzvah. That you wouldn't learn that from prat la isit mitzvah. That you need an extra beshituk of veisachol to tell you that a Chosin is poser mikriashema. So now ask the Gemara my mashma. How does he, How does beshamai learn in that passage? He says beshituk of veisachol prat la isit mitzvah, but that's over there. Prat la Where do you see that in beshituk of veisachol that Yosef be mitzvah? You don't have to just say kriashema. And Repopos, Repopos says ki derech. He's got the, from the word derech. He says, Now, L'am explained, you could say, when you're on your way. Obviously, when you're on your way, is baderech. But the word baderech does not have to be said there. Baderech is meyotah. But baderech is, is superfluous. We don't need that word. Therefore, Popper says we can learn from the, de- from, we can learn from the word derach as follows. Ma derach rishos, just as when you travel. It's Rushus, it's for mundane matters. It's not a discretionary matters, they call it. Not for a mitzvah. Ma derach rishos, I've called rishus. So, to, with regard, anything that's a Rushus, in other words, it's, it's discretionary, it's not a mitzvah, you don't, for that you have to say krishma, but for a mitzvah you don't. So we learn it out from the word derach ask the Gemara an obvious question all it says in the poshuk is going on your way the poshuk doesn't tell you whether you're going on your way uh, as rashi says in sukkah to transact business or you could be going on the way to do a mitzvah so who says we're learning out but she comes to tell you when you're going on your way because you're doing your own private things you want to transact business in such a situation you have a Shema but if you're Isa Mitzvah, you're not. Who says Vilahtuch Badiruk is not going on a mitzvah? The Posik doesn't say just as you're going on your way, it could easily be for a mitzvah. Answers the Gemara skin got mitzvah. Can't we be saying that we're also talking about going on a mitzvah? The Posik says that you've got to say Shema So it doesn't work out. In other words, just to to to, to review. Shamai said he needs, because Beis Hillel had a Veletacho Baderach, it comes to tell you that you don't have to lie down or stand up, because Horaya, Velet Baderach, you're going on the way, you've also got to have Kriya Shema. So that's what we learned out of Veletacho on the Beis Hillel. But what did Beishamai learn out of Veletacho Baderach? To tell you that a is positive, Kriya Shema, and the Oisabah Mitzvah is also positive. So we asked the Gemaraans, where do you learn that out from a Veletacho He says, Baderach! Because it's on the way. when on your on the way you're just go doing your own thing. So then you're then you're behaived of Krishna. But if you're if you're doing a mitzvah, you're potter Ask the Gemara, what do you mean? But let can also mean when you're doing a mitzvah. So answer the Gemara. No, Im Kane, if it's so that posluk of a letchobaderah even refers to where you're doing a mitzvah. Lichlov Rachman Besheves of Right? It would be enough to say, B'sheves, when you're sitting, or V'lechas, when you're going. My B'shev'tachah, during your sitting, or V'lechtachah, during your going, so therefore the Gemini learns from that, B'sheves didoch, or V'lechas didoch with the Machiavites. Where, it says B'shev'tachah, V'lechtachah, so it means when you're sitting for yourself, you're doing your own thing, or V'lechtachah, or you're going on the way doing your own thing, that's when you're Chayav. The mitzvahs, but if you're being Machaim kind a of mitzvah, then you are potter. So in the end, so we've, we've abandoned the idea of learning it out from Badera, because Badera can mean even if you're doing a mitzvah, but it's from Bashivtacha or Velechtacha. It could say B'Sheves or V'leches, but it says Bashivtacha or Velechtacha to tell you only when you're going on your own way. That is when you're Chai, but if you're doing a mitzvah, you're potter. Says the Gemara, Ihachi, if that's the case, so we're talking about actually doing a mitzvah. I the mitzvah. A If he marries our he's also doing a mitzvah. What's the mitzvah? Uh, Gemara tells us in Yevamot, of Sam- Sam- on the base that even if a man has been married before, and even if he's already been, been kind, the mitzvah of approval, he's got children. If if his, his wife dies or divorced or whatever, he should still marry because it says in the post in Parashas Bereishis, Leitav hayas Odam Levada. There's also a Gamorah in which tells you that a man should always get married. That means even if he's been married before and he's got children. In order that he shouldn't have any bad thoughts, he should get married. So therefore we see marrying an Almoner is also a mitzvah. So if marrying an Almoner is also a mitzvah, then why should it be, why do you say you're only possible from Kriya Shema if you marry a basula, But, you, it could be, but if you marry an Almoner, yeah. you're, you, you're chayav. Because you're also doing a mitzvah, and the Gemara no, it's not the mitzvah. High Torah is the high Torah. Somebody marrying a basula, he is worried. His concern is if this woman hasn't got basulin. And remember, in the olden days, we had you used to have kedushin, and then a year later, as it says in subas, you then, then you used to get married. But as opposed to now, we have. Um, Kedushin and Nisuin all together under the Chuppah but then they had it separately and after Kedushin the woman was already considered a married woman and if she would have been Mazana with a man then she would be an, she's like an ashes-ish, and this man wouldn't be able to be married to her so therefore he was worried if he's going to find Basulim or not since he was worried about it we said he doesn't have to say Krishna but when you marry mono, where there's no question of Basulim. Therefore, he's not preoccupied about it. Therefore, he's high for Shema. Says Gomorrah, E. Mishum But if you're saying the reason why a host doesn't have to say Kriya Shema is it because his mind is preoccupied, he's worried, he's nervous, he's concerned, then you should say similarly, if his ship sank in the sea, he should also be exempt from Khrishmah. Why? He's preoccupied. He's upset as to what's happening. His whole business has gone down, gone down the tube. So why isn't he Potter? The ma if you want to say hoke yeah, nami, such a person who's lost his fortune in the sea, and he's really very worried about it. He doesn't have to say Kriya Shema. No, Nope, it doesn't, it's not true. Why do Rabbi in the name of Rav say as follows? and oval is higher in all the mitzvahs amores batairah chutz minah tefillin except for tefillin you know on the first day of um, after the Kavura a person does not have to put on tefillin And the second day as well you, you're not allowed to put it on till next there is discussion there are different views that if the Kavura and the Misa is on different days then, whether you put Tfilin on after the Kavura or not. But certainly, if the Kavura, the Misa and the Kavura is on the same day, on that day you don't put Tfilin on. Why don't you put Tfilin on? Because regarding Tfilin, it says P'er. Peer is the glory. It says, cho when Yecheskel, Yecheskel his wife died, and he was told, cho You should wear Tfilin from there we can see that everybody else should not wear tefillin. So therefore, tefillin is a separate thing because it says air. But you can see that all the other mitzvahs he's got to keep. So how can you say, if you're saying, somebody who's preoccupied because of what happened, because his ship went down in the sea, he should, he should be possible from Kriya Shema. No. Because in that case, an oval would also be high because he's worried about, he's upset about what has happened he's upset therefore he should be Potter from Saint Krishma. but we see he's not, the only thing he's Potter is from Tvinim the first day of Tvinim so answers the Gemara there's a big difference, big difference between on the one hand a person whose ship has gone into the sea and somebody who is an oval and on the other hand, somebody who is going to marry a B'Sullah in the case of where a person's going to marrying a basula, he's preoccupied about a Mitzvah he's got a Mitzvah, Puravu, etc. so therefore that passes him from Kriya Shema here however, in the case of the Oval or in the case, certainly in the case of Tava Svein Hosebayom you know, alright, of course it's, it's normal that he's upset about that his ship has gone to the sea but that's nothing to do with a mitzvah similarly with a velus, it's a bit more, this concept is a little bit more to, hard to understand in other words, although an oval he's told to carry out certain practices, he can't wear shoes, etc. he can't wash and so on nevertheless the fact that he feels emotionally upset that's not a mitzvah that just happens in a it's natural that such a person will feel upset But that's not a mitzvah. Where's a person when he's marrying a p'sula? He is worried about the es mitzvah Here, it's automatic. It would not be normal that if a person is sitting in he's not upset. But that upset is not a mitzvah. That upset is something that that happens as a result, as a normal result of something bad happening to you. Similarly, like the ship going down in the sea. You get upset. Here you get upset. He says you can't compare. Is he on this ship? Pardon? Is he on this ship? No. No. He goes down. No, his ship went down in the sea, and he's lost a fortune. So he's really upset about it. So we're saying if it's because of tzedah, let this person yeah, 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 yeah. be Potter from creation. So we said no, the tzedah is a tzedah de Rishus as opposed to the tzedah as opposed to the tzedah of marrying a pessoa, which is a tzedah de Mid. Uh, okay, I think we'll leave it here.